This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. New message. What up, what up? It's Heather's cousin. You dated her in college, or maybe you were just in the same class. Anyway, I heard you bought a boat, my man. Let's hit the water. Oh, and Heather told me you always liked uh, snacks and stuff, so I could totally bring some chips. When you get a boat, you also get new friends. Make sure Progressive's one of them, and get coverage today for as little as $100 a year. Hey, also, I'm a little short on cash, so can you cover the chips? Thanks. I can see why Heather liked you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates Annual Premium for Basic Liability Policy not available in all states. If you're a football fan, this is the place to be today. Millwall. Come on, you're in with us. Good evening and welcome to an interactive show to a degree because I think it's the best way of being able to get feedback from fans and also what we're looking to do is find out those who went yesterday, what your thoughts were on the game yesterday, what your thoughts are on other bits and pieces happening uh, within Millwall and just basically a general um, show where we air any points and just create a discussion from where we go. Uh, obviously, this only works if those listening want to get involved and have a uh, a conversation. So, if you do want to speak, so um, hello, hello mate. mate. You all right? Did you go yesterday's game or did you watch it? Your thoughts? Um, I haven't. Uh, well, I, I didn't go. Didn't go yesterday. Um, I've seen the game, like all the highlights and stuff. I've seen the ex- extended highlights. I try and watch. Um, Watch a game that I don't go to yeah. uh, on the on Millwall TV on on the website. Yeah, they take a while to load um, that up, though, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, in terms of yesterday's game, to, it's a difficult one because you have all that optim- optimism going up there, sort of thinking like, 
Um, we've got good results up there in the past, but I think we get carried away with the fact that they're a, they're a quality side. They they even watching that game against Watford where they were on the back foot for the first half, but the second half they just showed their quality. I mean, they're definitely going to be you know probably a top four, top six finisher this season without a shadow of a doubt. They are a you know they are looking with the signings they've made. They are looking to be a, a, you know a half decent team. Let's not kid ourselves there but the first half yeah um we definitely didn't really show up at all mate no no we didn't not at all um yeah it's a it's a weird one because it's such a contrast in from that first game yeah but at I'm, home to stoke yeah i mean mick saunders if you want to cut in mate just uh unmute yourself and uh ready to Ready to join in, and again with uh, with Callum. If you want to um, join in, mate, just obviously wait and then and then speak. So uh, yeah, we're uh, we're going. Well, lucky me, I've got two co-hosts on tonight. So um, so yeah, no, I understand what you're saying, Kina, but I think realistically we've got to look at um, probably getting getting a, a good few games to see one how the league's playing out, and two. Um, see how we're um, we're going to be playing out as well because at the moment we're not so yeah we'll see but um, Kenna thanks for coming on let's just go to Mick Saunders Mick Saunders hello mate hello there yeah not too bad fella not too bad were you at yesterday's game no unfortunately I'm laid up with Covid at the moment so I was uh, sort of listening to it on the radio and such yeah and what's your what was your thoughts of it I just feel like um our, our first half performances seems sort so, sort of a bit below par, and that even against Stoke, although that it was a very good all round performance, but the second half we were so much better than the first. Yeah. And they seem to have a better second half, but from from what I've read on the comments, it was really just so lacklustre, and I can't understand why. We don't seem to have, um, dare I say, are we missing Jed already? Um, well, hey, if you're a regular listener of the show, JW is Jed who, um, he's gone. Um, there's no going back now. We need to find, you know, make sure that we deal with the other players we've got. But yeah, no, I understand where you're coming from. Joe, hello, mate. My co-host, Joe Zammer. How you doing, fella? Hi, Mickey. I'm good, thanks. How you doing? Yeah, not right. too bad. We've also got Chris, one of our other co-hosts, is on as well. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. Right, how's it yeah, going? Not too bad. How you doing, fellas? Not too bad, not too bad. Um, good, good. Right, we've, we've got a few. Uh, Dean O and uh, BMFENC, I don't know who that is, but yeah. Uh, if that's you, unmute yourself and um, and speak, fellas. There you go. You first. Who's uh, just spoke just a second ago, Hang Mickey? On. Who was uh, on the line a second ago? Saunders, fella. We've got BMF. Oh, Mick Saunders. Hello, mate. Yeah, Mick. Oh, yeah. So, just going back to your point just then about about JW, very, very good point. I was thinking exactly the same thing to myself um, today. But I think when you look at who he signed in in Zion Fleming, I think he was always the guy who was going to sort of replace Jed, wasn't he, in that kind of creative department. Um, it's just we're just very unfortunate with all the injuries, suspensions we've got at the moment. We're not really seeing the true potential of the side. So, good point you made there. But I think give it time. Hopefully, once Fleming gets into the uh, the thick of it, um, we can look back at this and think, well, yeah, maybe, maybe Fleming is the answer going forward. Who knows? No, that's it. That's it. So, go on in, BMEF. 
Yeah, no, hello, mate. You're all right. Yes, mate. Were you there yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just the first half was absolutely, you know, one of the worst I've seen in years. To be honest yeah. with you, um, was it as offered bad? Absolutely was nothing. It as bad as Peterborough yeah. and um, and uh, was it Peterborough? Last season, Blackpool. 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 Yeah. It didn't get out the half. It didn't get out the half. Fucking first forty-five minutes. You know, offered the second half come round. You know, we had all the ball. The game was wrapped up. You know, we offered nothing up front. You know, Bennett, I don't know what he was doing. If I'd be trying to win the balls in the air, had no one wrapped around him. You know, there's no there's no cutting edge. There's nothing, you know, there's no attacking player. I know you said Fleming's out injured, but it proves if Fleming, Fleming's out injured, who you got? I don't know why Savile don't get pushed further, further on forward, to be honest with you. All our sent midfielders I find very, very similar in the way they play. None of them offer a killer final, final third pass. You know, you're getting the balls out wide to the to the wing back, and he's just coming in that way, or you know, just off of nothing. I don't think at the minute, you know, fewer injuries, and it's uh, yeah. What was? Mm. I think it, it shows how much we're missing Honeyman, doesn't it? Really, because I think Honeyman being on the pitch, he would give us that little bit of injection of energy. Oh, yeah, in the I middle believe of the so. Park. Yeah, definitely. And that was that was definitely missing, and and also we think about how we played against Stoke week before. I think Sheffield United done exactly what we did to Stoke. They were full yeah. of energy, running around. Um, yeah. And we looked very static, didn't we? Because we didn't yeah. have the legs to compete with them. Yeah, but even, even when they sat back, you know, the second half, we had the ball, mm. you know what I mean? Majority of that second half. And yeah. it, just, it didn't really look like scoring. Absolutely, you know. I know, yeah. I've got to say, second game of the season, so you can't get too too emotional about it. And they are a good team, Ship United. I think they'll be in the top four, top three or four yeah. this season. But, you know, it's uh, yeah, it's one of the things. Yeah, we're going next few games, I guess. And then, uh, you know, I might be looking at it from uh, another room sheet, you know. That's right, exactly. I think we can't really make a judgment you know, after sort of two league games. I mean, okay, you can almost forget about the uh, the Cambridge game, um, but two league games in, we've had, we had one good performance, one one shit performance. Yeah. Let's see how we get on against Coventry. We've had him back in the team again, and yeah, um, yeah we'll see how, how, we, how we respond. Yeah, definitely. And we um, obviously we've got Coventry coming up next, and we struggled against them last year. I know we won one 0 away from home, but at home they battered us. Um, mm. if I remember rightly they, they play some really good football so that's going to be another test a very different type of test they play like nice sort of tricky you know sort of possession based football so we'll have to see how we get on there um, and then I think we've got we've got some tough games haven't we? we've got Norwich away Swansea away so I think we'll know where we are in terms of where we're going to be this season after mm. about half a dozen to ten games yeah, no, very, very, very good, good point. I said I can't really pass judgment to, to see. I'll give, give it a few games, see how we get on. Um, is there anyone else that wants to um, jump on and say a few words? There, there's a, there's a few of you. Uh, Go on, Callum. Uh, yeah, um, I, I was there yesterday. Uh, well done to you, fella. It was a, yeah. it was a, a, a fucking a disastrous game, I suppose, to go to, wasn't it? Definitely uh, a depressing one. Yeah, the only one that I could think of was recently, like someone said earlier, Blackpool. But um, the first half was awful. Just didn't get hold of the ball. We was all right first five minutes. But then after that, they just took control of the game. Cooper and uh, Cresswell, the second goal, I don't know what Cresswell was doing. I know it's a mistake, but it's a simple back pass to the keeper. I don't. Mm. And uh, the, the first goal, Cooper and Cresswell, a bit of a miscommunication. They both went up for the same ball. But the, the second half definitely improved. We controlled the game. Uh, the last thirty minutes. Who do, you, oh, who do you think? Sorry, sorry, Joe. Just before you come in and, and lead it on the thing, just a question I've got: Who do you think would stand out there? I mean, personally, I mean, I we 
you know, I weren't there, but I was watching it. And I think um, Danny and, and Savile seem to have had a blinding game. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. And um, and Bart as well. I, thought, yeah. I don't think any of them. That was a great fucking much. penalty save, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very mm-hmm. good. Remember, if you do want to join in, oh, sorry, sorry, Joe, just one second. If you do want to join in, you need to be on a mobile phone. And obviously, if you unmute yourself, we can see that you're ready to speak. And then we can obviously look at bringing you in. Uh, me or one of the co-hosts will just call your name. And then obviously, that would be you to go. So if you do want to join in, just unmute your mic. We can see that you're ready to speak. And then we will bring you in. We will try and get as many of you in as possible. We are trying to make this as interactive Millwall show as possible. We are the number one for that. So, uh yeah, there is no um, rules as such. Obviously, just don't slander anyone. Um, and if you're a, an idiot from a, a rival team and come on and you just want to act a, a bit of a cunt, then you're welcome to do so. But we will kick you off <laughs> as soon as possible. So, up to you. Go on, Joe. Leave Sorry, to you. Callum. Just one, one last thing, mate, before you, uh, you go. What's your thoughts on um, Billy Mitchell? I've, I've heard some people sort of, not bad-mouthing him, but being a bit negative towards his performance uh, in that game. I mean... Um, what what's your thoughts on him overall, and how how do you think he played against uh, Sheffield United? I, I also thought he was he was quite good yesterday. He he wanted a one. So he, he, he was good. Sorry, you say? Yeah, I thought he was quite good. I don't okay. think he was too bad. I, he showed that he cared. Uh, yeah, he didn't stop running. Um, he weren't that great on the ball. Um, not as good as he can be. Not as good as I've seen him. But mm. I do think that he showed that he cared and he, he did work hard. And to be fair, the, the whole team worked great. So it's hard for him to play well when the rest of the team are playing great, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think he's become a, a sort of recognised sort of defensive midfield player now, isn't he? So the creativity yeah. department is almost left to the others a little bit. I think he's kind of found his position almost in the team. And um, I know he gets a lot of stick for not playing my forward passes. I mean, uh, to be fair, I, mean, I, I do see him, you know, quite often play forward pass, but it's majority of the time he's playing sideways or backwards. But I think that a lot of that is down to Rowett. And yeah. asking, asking to play a little bit more discipline as more of the defensive cover um, for us. Let's be honest, if, if he wasn't playing that, if he was playing that badly, Rowett wouldn't pick him every, every week, would he, over yeah, you know, lots of others that you could choose from. So, yeah, he's he's one I think we need to kind of get behind and hopefully he can be a real asset for us going forward. He's still young, isn't he? Yeah, I feel like recently he's been getting a lot of a lot of stick from our fans, which I don't really get. Mm. I don't, I don't really. Care. No, me neither, mate. Me neither. Yeah. Anyway, cheers, Callum. Is there anyone else who wants to jump on, guys? Kino, are you, you ready to talk? Hello. Yeah. Hi, Kino. How you doing, mate? You all right? What's your thoughts Hi, on mate. the uh, on the Sheffield United game? Uh, so, so I, I just spoke on the on the Sheffield United game earlier, but I just wanted to follow up um, something you and Callum were just talking about about Billy Mitchell. Yeah. Then, um, yeah. for me, Billy Billy is sort of everything you want from a middle player. He's um, he's tenacious. Um, he, he plays with a badge, and growing up as a Millwall fan as well, he's like. It's, it's something we didn't quite get from Thompson in a way. Um, his ability on the ball. Mm. Um, I think he's a, like obviously coming through. He's a young player, um, and and I think he, in terms of our midfield, he's probably the least inex- the least experienced we've got out of the lot. If you look at like um, Evans, um, Savile, Leonard, that have all played at this level for a, for a number of years now. Yeah. Um, for Mitchell to come in and be sweeping those boys aside um, 
week after week and even pushing Leonard out to, to right wing back. Um, That's right, yeah. He's doing really, really well out there. Really um, good point. But I, I just think, um, yeah, like, like Callum said, it's he's getting a lot of unfair criticism from, from the fan base, I think. Mm. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, in a day, yeah, Billy Mitchell is, is nothing than what he is. You know, he's somebody who's going to you know, play for the shirt, play for the badge. He's going to give 100% every game. He's going to win tackle. He's going to get stuck. He's going to break up play. And let's be honest, yeah, if, he, if he's lacking in, in the attacking department, in his creativity, then, then so what? If he's, if he's doing a job for us in the defensive areas of midfield, which is which, which we want him to do for us, then it allows the other players around him, the likes of Honeymoon and, and Fleming when he gets going and Shackleton to start getting forward and doing more things at the attacking third. So, yeah, uh, hopefully Mill fans stick stick with him, you know, support him and don't give him any more any more shit really because I don't think he deserves it. He's, he's a good lad as well. I spoke to him a few times um, off off the pitch and um, he's a very level headed headed guy, very very nice guy, very humble and um, yeah, he, he needs encouragement, not stick. So those Mill fans give him a hard time. You know, need to give their heads a little bit of a wobble, really, and um, yeah, support him rather than go against him. But now, good, good point there, um, Callum. Thanks for that, mate. Is there anyone else who wants to uh, to jump on, guys? I can see um, Ant is waiting on there as well, and, and Ben, Ben, do you want to? And Ant, do you want to jump on? Joe, uh, just whilst uh, we're waiting for for someone else to to come yeah. in, um, I think just going back to the point we were saying about Billy Mitchell, there, he, he has become yeah. a bit of a a boo boy, um, yeah. More, more so. Why is that though, Chris? Why, why is that though? I mean, you see enough of me. You, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I don't get it. And one of the reasons I don't get it is because players like him are what this club have always loved, right? You know, players that will give give everything for the shirt. He's never going to be the most creative player, like like mm. Jimmy Abdu. Jimmy Abdu. Let's, let's be honest. He never. He never. All right. He popped up with a great goal against Leeds, but. He was never that creative player. He was the one that now enabled others to to do that role. Mm. And I see Billy in a similar vein. He's a Millwall boy, like him and him and Danny Mac, Millwall boys. We should be we should be getting behind these players. They're, they're always going to yeah. give everything everything for this for this club. That that's like the bottom line, and that's what that's our bread and butter. That's what we we you know we build our foundation of our club on. So I do find it a bit odd that especially yeah, but- Billy Mitchell, people have got. People have got, a, got on his back. I don't know what it is, but it is, you know, unfortunately, look at look at all this, you know, this Danny Mac saga. Um, Danny Mac's obviously negotiating a contract was best for him. Uh, unfortunately, the club seems to have come out twice um, and doing whatever. The QPR thing have, have come out to rally it. But at the end of the day, Danny's a Millwall fan. Danny's family's Millwall. You know, if anyone really thinks that, you know, Danny don't want to play for this team, then again, you need to fucking wobble your head because, you know, Danny is all about Millwall. Um, and let's be honest, you know, he's coming into professional, being a professional football player and he's got to renegotiate his contract and he's going to want the best contract he can get for him. Um, you know, and there's always two sides to every story, but unfortunately we just, at the moment, we're hearing one side of it more so from sort of the club and Rowett when, Actually, what we need is maybe both parties to just shut up and just let it go on, and then it comes out. Because again, mm. you know, look at look at past histories with you know Marquis Thompson, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We get on these players, and you know, we just fucking ruin people <laughs> for no reason. 
Yeah, completely completely agree, Mick. Um, lads, guys waiting on the um to come in. I can see you're um ready to come on, but you need to press the mic button, bottom left hand screen of your mobile phone device. Just to reiterate, if you're on your laptop or your computer or whatever, you can't um get on this. You can't talk, you can listen, but you can't talk. So if you want to have, have a have a have a say and get on this, um you need to be on your mobile phone and uh, yeah, just click on the mic button on the bottom left hand corner. Um John so Sorry, go on, mate. John, who's uh, just come on there. If you want to come in, John, unmute yourself. You there, John? No. No, go on. Oh, go on, Joe. Sorry, you want to Yeah, sorry. So, um, we've got Ben waiting there. Um, ben, do you want to come on again, Ben? Or you Click on the uh, the mic button, or you Once you Once you click on that, that button, that mic button, you can talk, guys. We can see when you press the button and that's when we call out your name. So if we call out your name and then obviously you come on there, this show is all about interaction. So, you know, we can do all the talking if you want, but it's great if we can get fans on and your opinions because it's, it's good to lead the conversation through Mickey, different aspects. Yes, mate. Let, let me ask a question and if someone can come in. Um, Go on then, do it, to, mate. To give me that what they think. Um, if, we, if we were going to sign two players for the rest of the window, what two players do people think we need? Kino, um, for me, uh, and I think I think I speak on behalf of every single Mill fan when I say we need a striker, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, and we go and sign a goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah, I, I still don't understand that. I really don't. You bring it like Truman was playing first team football last year in League One. The season before was playing in in the Championship, and he's he's settled, settling for a for a third choice, which I don't quite understand. Mm. Could, could there be a building process to that, though, um, Keno? Do you think, you know, there's rumour that maybe Bart could be off? He's only, he's only got to the end this, end this year for his contract expires. Um, Long's been waiting in the wings for a long, long time. And I, I did question why Long was hanging around for such a long time. But then there could be some some promise there to Long that he'll become number one keeper next season. Maybe they need a backup. So it could be a case that they're just trying to get their ducks in a row at the moment. What do you think about that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it does. It does make sense. It does make sense. Um, mm. If if you're thinking more towards towards next season, but if Bart was to then sign a new contract, which is probably very much unlikely, um, mm. then then it would become a bit just become a bit of a pointless signing, really. But it, it it's nice to have the competition. It always is. But yeah. I think a lot, a lot of goalkeepers that sort of Bart's age and, and his ability, let's, let's make it right. Yeah, he's a, he's a decent keeper, but he ain't getting any younger. Can they do it week in, week out? You know, all the travelling and everything else. So maybe sometimes goalkeepers of that kind of calibre, they probably look for that last move for a one-year or two-year contract. Just be a backup keeper. Maybe at a sort of premiership club or, or, or a good championship club. Yeah. Um, so club. there could be all sorts of, yeah, there could be all sorts of things going on behind the scenes. You know, we don't know what goes on, do we, I guess, you know. But going back to Chris's question, um, Kino, what sort of striker do you think we need, though? What, what type of striker do you think we need? Um, it's a difficult one because I would have said someone exactly like that, Ellis, Ellis uh, Sims, would have been perfect. Someone that's a bit of a powerhouse. Mm. He's quick. Um, and he showed his quality by scoring two goals on his debut at the weekend against um, Bristol City. I'm, I'm, really? not commenting. I'm not commenting. I got in trouble for commenting on this. <laughs> <laughs> I went about this proper yesterday. 
No, no, you're proper right, though, really. Do you know what I mean? We just seem to mm. be... Listen, right, with all the signings, what we do, every year, every season, all that, Aldo is brought in, all singing, all dancing, but we seem to have really made no signings different to what Bustle was what was looking at before. So, you know, I don't understand where we're looking at. Um, we need strikers desperately, but we seem to be going for, you know, we've gone for a keeper, whatever reason, whether or not, you know, we're looking to, to forward plan or not, I don't know. But to me, we need a creative player and we also need a striker what can score goals. We're missing someone who can score 20-plus goals a season. I know yeah. we were talking about he shall not be named, um, with his 10, 15, you know, a season and the assist. But we need an all-out goal scorer, someone who, who who knows where the back of the net is, can stick a ball in. And we've been screaming out for that for the last two, three seasons, and we just don't seem to get it um, for love nor mm. money. I don't know what it is. I don't know whether or not, you know, we just don't find the right one. Now we're now we're recruiting overseas. Surely there must be someone in a fucking a German, Turkish or, you know, another league out there where what can score fucking goals. Yeah, I, I agree, Mickey. Callum, I see you waiting there, mate. Um, again, going forward, if we could get one more player in or two more players in, what would you go for? Um, I agree with a striker and I think a left wing back as well. Um, mm, yeah. I, I think a striker like Keenan Davis on loan, I see that... that he's the one, mate. Bit of pace. But, well, he's quick, knows where the goal is. Proved it shout. at this level last season for Nottingham Forest when they got promoted. Just right. someone a bit shout. Yeah. yeah. And the left wing back. I, I've, I like Malone and I do think that he, he's, he's had a good career, but I do think that he's losing it a bit. But that's mm. not me hating on him. And I, But I do, I do think that we need to add a bit more pace down down that flank to cause a threat to people. Just just a bit a bit more quality. I think I think you're you're right. I think he's not, I'm not saying he's on the decline. Cause I think he's still going to have a good couple of years left in him. But when we're looking yeah. to kind of push for top top six, we need to be strong in all areas of the pitch, don't we? Really? Yeah. yeah. I tell you, um, I tell you, I'd take a punt on down that left hand side, and it is a punt because he's not played a lot of football in in a, in a a while. He's Joe Lolly. So he's okay. he's someone that um obviously at Forest as well. Is he, there, is he still at Forest? Is he? He's uh, as, to my knowledge, and unless anyone yeah. else knows different, I'm sure yeah. he's still at Forest. He's in, he's in their reserves. He's in their under twenty three squad. Is he? He ain't going to yeah. get a I look thought, in this season. Rowett is you know let's give Rowett his due. He seems to be not so bad at sort of getting more out of players that maybe have kind of their career has fallen down. A phobia being a perfect example. He can play all down the left-hand side, Joe Lodd. He's quite creative. I think he'd be someone that, you know, would probably fit within our budget, someone we should maybe look at. Yeah, I completely agree. But that's not for the left wing-back position, is it? That's more for like a creative attacking sort of player. He can play there. He can play there, Joe. Yeah, he can. He can play down the left-hand side and then um, also more for number 10. To be honest with you, I mean, that's a great shout. When I look at him, I think, I still, think, I still think we should go in for him, but I see him as more like a number 10 or someone who can kind of, you know, he's, he's got a great shot on him, hasn't he? I've seen him score so many goals from the edge of the box as well for Forrest over the years. Um, I don't know how old he is, but again, is he going to give us what we need to get to that next level? I don't know. I haven't seen enough of him lately, but great player and great, great shout. Yeah, I think maybe if you, if you used to play him wing back, I think you lose his... His creative spark in the mm. midfield, I think he'd be brilliant as a ten. 
with yeah. uh, Mitchell and especially, Honeyman each other well, in midfield. Especially in our system we're playing now, Kino, as well, because you think about, you know, at the first game of the season, I looked at the lineup against Stoke, and you look at the subs, but you're thinking, Jesus, how lucky are we to have this strength and depth in the squad? But suddenly, we've, 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 we've quickly discovered a couple of players out injured, a suspension, and we're back to bare bones again. You're looking at subs bench against Sheffield United, thinking, "Who do I want to bring on? Who, you know, I don't. As good as as Bury can be one day, I don't think he's quite ready yet. And there's no one really on the subs bench at the moment. I think to come on and do do a job. So we still need to add a couple of good players, stronger players into the team. That's going to give us a little bit more depth going forward. Yeah, um, for me as well. I think um, Bury in particular. Uh, I I think he's he's definitely more suited to a wider wider role for yeah, me. I agree. Like even Dartford, for example, in in pre season, like going through mm. the middle, like he just seems to give the the ball away. I know. I think I think I know what he's talking about there. I think he was on a three v two situation there, weren't he? And he's kind of hesitating, then what to do yeah. with the ball, and then he lost he lost the ball, didn't he? But you know what? I've, between between us, I mean, I said between us, it's about 30 or 40, 40 of us on here at the moment listening, but I did overhear him talking once to a mate of his uh, in the exec lounge, and I mean, I don't mind saying this, but he doesn't particularly enjoy playing number 10 role. I think Rowett's kind of given him a free role when he does come on, and I think he kind of said he didn't really enjoy it. I think he said that he prefers playing on the left side, cutting onto his right foot. Um, and watching him play, I can seriously sort of understand where he's coming from there. I mean, he could be a good number 10 in, in, in a couple of years, but at the minute, I think he just wants to give him that freedom just to kind of attack um, and just sort of play on the shoulder a bit more, which I think is probably more more in his strength, um, to be honest with you. Um, he could probably do with a loan out. Jump on? Sorry, mate? I was just saying, I think, let, let's be honest, the two lads that came on yesterday, which were, they come on to try and change the game. All right, they're a little bit late, but it, let's, let's be honest, they're two players that, Rowitz said openly he'd like to loan out, you know, but that that's that just shows you how threadbare the squad is. The fact that those two lads are coming on for us trying to change the game and they're two players that ideally they'd be out on loan in a League One team getting a bit more experience. I think that just says it all. Yeah, mate. Yeah. I totally agree. Great. Guys, just again, just to reiterate, some new listeners have just jumped on just now. Um, lads, if you are on your laptop or your PC, you can't talk, unfortunately. You've got to be on your mobile device to uh, be able to talk on here and have your say. Um, there is a very simple way of doing it. Just, just request to uh, come on, and then the bottom left-hand corner is a little mic button. If you click on that, you can speak. So um, do try and uh, jump on, lads. We're probably going to have a half an hour, halfway through the show at the moment. Um, but we'd love to hear your thoughts and your say on the first sort of two league games and, of course, you know, how you see us going going forward the next, uh, next sort of uh, few weeks or so. Um, but, yeah, just, just request to come on and we'll, we'll get you on. Uh, I can see old, old Jack Clark in the uh, the listening uh, window there. Jack, do you, want, do you want to jump on, mate? Just uh, request to come on and uh, Mickey will let you in. Um, Everyone's so, open to come in. All you need to do is press your speaker button. That's it, yeah, press it, you, you unmute yourself and then you can come on. There's no, we're not inviting anyone in. We've opened it right up. So anyone who wants to come in, just take this microphone off mute. We'll see it highlight on our side. We'll give your name a shout and then you um, you can come in. I mean, BMFVF, BMEF, um, you were on earlier on. I mean, have you got any thoughts on the on the players we need, i.e. what Chris asked a little while ago? If we were to sign two players for the end of the season, what players do you have in mind and what positions do you think we have? 
Anyone Joe else Bennett? have a point to that? Joe, Joe Bennett, I know you've been on the show uh, a few times in the past. Do you want to have a say? There Hello. You go, mate. You're on now, mate. Hi, Joe. How are um, you Yeah, good, Joe. Yeah, good, thanks, mate. What's your thoughts on Chris's question regarding the two players? We could sign two players. What type of players do you think we, we can do with at the moment? I think I think we need something that the other players can't offer. So I think Keenan Davis, 100%, yeah. would be um, something that we should be looking into. And like a big, powerful striker that can score goals is what we need, really. Because you've got um, you've got the like the sort of quickness in Bradshaw, but we do need yeah. someone big and powerful, Keenan Davis. And I think we need a left wing back because I think Malone's getting on a bit now, and I think he's been yeah. caught out a couple of times in the past two games. Great, great, great shout. To be fair, I mean, a few of us have said the same similar sort of thing, really. So. Um... I'm sure we can't all be wrong, can we? To be honest with you, um, did you watch the uh, the Sheffield United game, Joe? What, what was your thoughts on the game? Yeah, I watched it on um, iFollow. Yeah, um, I yeah. thought it was just poor, but you do have to remember that Honeyman was out, Bradshaw, Fleming, yeah. and Sheffield United are probably going to go for automatics this season. So I'd give yeah. it a few more games and then judge, in my opinion. Yeah, but I'll make you right. I completely we agree. Yeah. Uh, good, good, good shout. Uh, BMEF, you're, you're waiting to talk, mate. You wanna, do you want to come on? Yeah. Um, can you hear me? I can hear you very, very faintly. Oh, you're oh, close oh, to the mic. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was wondering what happened with that, that Dane Scarlett. Did he... Did, I know, fucking, we didn't have a good time with that Troy Parrott before. I, know, I heard... Did he go out yeah, I heard he, he went out on loan. I can't remember who went to. Portsmouth. He went to Portsmouth. Was it Portsmouth? Yeah, I was thinking at the time actually, Chris. When he when I heard he went to Portsmouth, I did think, you know, is he too good for Portsmouth? Because he's somebody who, again, I think can be very, very suited to, to Millwall. Again, he is he's a a big lad, quite pacey, strong, knows where the back yeah, of the net is. With, with our injuries now, he you know, he wouldn't have been our first choice striker, but he'd have been around third or fourth. And obviously, Bradshaw right now, he'd been perfect time to just slip in. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. It was a very, very surprise um, move from him and um, a very good you know, bit of recruitment there from Portsmouth to get him on, on a season's loan. Uh, completely agree. Uh, another quick one. Can any yeah. of you tell me why we don't play several a bit further forward now? When we've got so many midfielders, with Fleming being out injured, you're not thinking yeah. play Wills number 10 just behind the front? Well, line. I think he did against uh, Sheffield United um, yesterday. He um, he played that number 10 role there, didn't he? And, uh, yeah. I think Savile would automatically sort of try and drift into the, into a, a free midfield. He's not someone who's an out-and-out attacking player, but I think he was given the license to get four behind the front two. And you're right. I mean, I remember, I remember his first stint with us, uh, Mill, before, before oh, we went to um, yeah. Borough. He got about 10 goals for us, didn't he? Obviously, he did. He, now, he, he did, he did. And again, you know, I'm not trying to sort of be funny or, or show off or anything. I, I, I spoke to him in, in the exec lounge a couple of times, and um, he was saying about the first stint he had at Millwall, he was given the license to get forward. He said he loved it. He was on free kicks, on corners. And again, he's not trying to badmouth anybody, but he's been told to play the more defensive mode at Millwall. Um, yeah, he's how many, he's how many come off. Sorry, how many, mate. How many, how many centimetres do we need? Like, yeah. I know Lennon gets the odd over now and again, but he's been shipped out. Picture this. You're fully immersed in your podcast because in the back of your mind, you're not trying to recall when that deadline was supposed to be or stressing to keep everyone updated on next steps. MeetMonday.com, a work management platform that makes having peace of mind easy. 
With Monday.com, all your work lives in one centralized place. You can automate updates to keep team members up to speed and ensure nothing falls through the cracks, even while you're enjoying your favorite podcast. To start your 14-day free trial, go to Monday.com. On August 25th, I'm the most brutal, vicious, ruthless champion that's ever been. The most anticipated original series is here. You may know Tyson. You're the heavyweight champion of the world, young, rich, and black. But do you know Mike? The minute you get too big, they gotta cut you down. Starring Trevante Rhodes. Um, I am Mike. And Harvey Keitel. They'll love you as much as they fear you. Now I'm really gonna have some fun. Mike, series premiere August 25th, only on Hulu. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, Mitchell, you know, I, I check to looks like he might, be, might get forward a bit, but... We just seem to have Evans at the club. You know, a lot of... I know mm, defensive midfielders. Yeah, yeah, I know you need the players. But, I mean, it'd be nice to see some, you know, bomb forward like your Honeymans. I know that injuries. Yeah. What, what I can't understand is, when you're playing with a back five, and it is a back why five when we're defending, why do you why need two defensive well? midfielders, do you? You're right. I think you're, you're off. You know, if you've got a back four, then you might want two as cover. But, I think it's a little bit too defensive. Um, you need, like you say, you need some a bit more attack mind in that middle of the park to kind of get forward and and, and roam. And I think I thought Honeyman yeah. can do that um, when I first saw him, but it sounds like he's favouring him in a in a more number ten sort of role. And um, who who knows what happens? It's, it's a long season, isn't it? I mean, I'm sure there'll be players and positions been changing and moving around, and people being put in different positions, and we'll we'll. we'll, we'll We'll, we'll have a settled team sooner or later, hopefully next sort of few weeks, a bit of luck, you know? I think we've got to do... No, go on, go on, mate. No, I was going to say, the last one about the transfers would have been to get that... Um, he looked a good good player that was after that. Fog back from West Ham, the left-back. He looked like he could have been a decent prospect to take over after Milan. But I don't know, that sort of... We found that one, sorry? That rumour. The, the left-wing-back uh, at West Ham, youngster. Apparently, he's highly rated and we was after him about six weeks ago. That died a death. I thought it was going to be okay. a, a, a wing back. Yeah. Well, the fact that you know that there's room that we're, we're in for him is um, is a good thing anyway. It sounds like that we are looking at that area, uh, which is quite good. Um, but you know, I'm sure I'm sure there'll be someone will come up sooner or later and. Um, and, and, and Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. And there's a, there's a player called, is it Byrne or Byrne? I think his name is Byrne. At Derby, Byrne. Who, yeah, he's he could play to, right uh, wing back and left wing back. He's gone to the MLS, Nathan Byrne. Oh, has he left now? Has he gone? Yeah. So he, he's, he's another one, obviously, we were linked with. But um, to me, what, what it shows, though, is the players we're being linked with, the players that supposedly, like Ellis Sims, etc., mm. they are the right type of player. Yeah. So that's the only thing that gives me a bit of confidence. Like, 
obviously Keenan Davis is the one that's come up quite a lot and he, he would be for me absolute ideal signing he's, he's big powerful strong can hold the ball up he, he tore yeah. us a, a new backside at times last season he um <laughs> and he scores goals uh it's proven mm. at this level he would be the obvious choice but I'm sure he's probably got another 10 championship clubs that all want to sign him so it's just whether or not we can convince him unlike obviously Ellis Sims to to come here uh yeah. Eamon, but you were we were, were going to come in there mate Eamon, if you, if you want to um, speak, oh. just, just request to speak on there, mate. Mickey will let you in. Uh, I was going to say, um, back on back on yesterday's game, uh, I weren't too sure why Rowett took Bennett and Savile off um, where we yeah. were chasing the game. I thought maybe he could have took off a, a defender and gone back four or took off a defensive player. And brought yeah. on the, I, I completely agree. I completely agree with you, Callum. I think the same thing. If anything, you know, I thought Savile and, and Bennett were, were too. Yeah, they were on. They were on my set. And put Savile in there, uh, and then and then bring Bury in, in number ten if need be. Um, and yeah. also, I think he left a little bit late, didn't he, with some shoes as well? I think there's an argument that he could have, as always, he could have changed it a little bit sooner, maybe at half time or something, maybe. Uh, but very, very good point there. But then also what I thought about this, um, Callum, is that we don't know what goes on behind the scenes. We don't know whether or not yeah, Bennett was struggling for fitness. We don't know whether or not Savile picked up a, a knock or something, maybe. Who knows, you know? Um, yeah, sure. I, I did see Savile get injured on the on the goal line a bit earlier. Yeah. Um, but I just think even just someone more attacking, I, I, I was surprised he didn't change it half time because the first half was... It was dire, wasn't it? One... Yeah, it was. It was mm. not. It was awful. It was awful. Yeah, yeah. but I me mean, fair play to him. I, mean, I think. I think he must have words at half time. Whatever he said to him at half time seemed to work. I think he kind of gave them the opportunity to go out there and do a lot better, or otherwise they're going to be coming off, you know, very soon. And he must have been quite quite impressed with what he saw on the start of the second half. And they they certainly came out a little bit more hungrier than they did in the first half, didn't they? Yeah, that's easy we, to do, though, isn't it? Like I. I I'm not. I'm not being funny here, but at the end of the day, the, the, the team were two 0 up. They were coasting. Mm. If, if we can't, you know, have possession against the team that we're chasing two 0 up, then you know what's the bloody point? So I know I'm being a bit negative here. No, you're right though. Yeah, you, you, we, totally... didn't, we didn't really. We didn't score. So it didn't really matter what we do. I mean, real, realistically, I agree with you, Chris. Realistically, we should have just fucking gone for it second half. You know, ripped him a new ass at half time and say right. Gone for the I back. Mean, he took the players out. And just said, right, we're going to go for it. We're two 0 down. We're losing as it is. If we don't fucking do something to get it back, we're fucked. So let's just go yeah. all out, win, lose. You know, fuck it. We're just going to go for it. And and, mm. and you know, we should have just gone for it because we were two 0 down. We were going to lose two 0 which we ended up losing. But we could have just we could have gone for it. And in the second half, they seemed to not have the legs as much. We we seemed to be getting more advantage, but we just couldn't put it away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. It just seems, I, I don't know, I think tactically sometimes Rowett is a little bit still defensive-minded, isn't he? I mean, rather than thinking like you're saying, just go for it second half, if we, if we lose 3-0, 4-0, so be it. He still looks at it as, well, I don't look to see any more goals. If we if we, if we shut him out and we, we lose 2-0, he, he's, he's fairly happy with that, you know? Yeah. Um, the trouble with us is, and it, it's happened so many times, is when we go 1-0 down, we really struggle. Um, yeah. yeah. 
and we don't we just don't know how to create we don't, we don't know how to open teams up we haven't got that creative player in the middle of the park that's going to pick those passes and, and open up the defences oh, and unless unless we're 1-0 up um, and then there's room you know behind the, the opposition's defence yeah, to sort of counter-attack yeah but Joe I mean we, realistically we struggle yeah but Joe realistically what the fuck is the point of doing substitutions at 80 minutes what's that going to fuck you've got 10 There's minutes to be you're going to have a player trying to fucking get up to speed for the game that's probably going to take him 5 maybe 10 minutes by the time he's up to it it's all over mm. we should have just uh, you know 55 60 minutes if if that's it stick these players on and just mm. fucking just go heaven and hell mate just go for it well, and see what's what if we'd have lost listen Joe if we'd have lost yeah. 4-0 yesterday but the second half we come out and fucking had a go and we lost 4-2 then, okay, you go, well, at least we gave it in the second half. We should have done yeah. it in the first half, but we didn't. We gave it in the second half. Fuck it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But to lose two I agree. Minutes, we were fucked from the first half. I know. You know, two goals in I the agree first you. 30 I, minutes. All, all, all I could think of is what I said just, just a little bit earlier, is he's looking at the subs bench, and he doesn't fancy anyone on there. He's looking at a Lafayette, who, he's looking at on? Bury. That's what I'm saying. He's looking it, at his it, options. There's no one now. To, to defend Rowett, He's looking at his options, thinking I've got no one on this bench that I I feel confident is going to come on there and turn the game round for me. So he must just feel that you know what I'm going to leave this lot on here as long as I can, and hopefully these guys are going to, going to do do the job for me. But it didn't work out, and of course, 80 minutes he, he's then sticks Bury on and, and whoever you know, Laffy. But I agree with saying Mickey, but at the same breath, I just don't think he had the options. In, in I, all honesty, I do think though that that is partly to do with him. Because not him, but the club. Because mm. if we got our business done quicker, the transfer business, then he would he could have assessed like because we knew it was going to get injuries. We always do yeah. get injuries every season, yeah. and they all usually always the key players, which they are this time mm. round. And I think if we'd done our business earlier, it would have gave us time to really see yeah. where we're lacking in depth and we are lacking in depth now we've got yeah well it's not even that Callum is it I mean we, we did a great a great bit of recruitment you know a few weeks back didn't we and then it's been nothing for like two, two or three weeks yeah, and that's I, the I time yeah. that's the time when we really need to be pushing for one or two more just to kind of build that, that squad up after, um, yeah, after Cambridge I was expecting a reaction yeah of some sort 100%. Of, you, see, you see Bradshaw go down you know he's yeah. for a, at least a month you think you're going to need a striker. You can't just have uh, a phobie. And we have, we played Ben up front yesterday. He's not really a striker. He's more of a winger. He's... Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I completely agree. But again, I mean, we could all moan to, on here, can't we? But we don't know what goes on behind the scenes. I mean, like Chris no. said there, you know, he's he's probably going in for lots of players at the moment. And we connect with so many players. But for some reason, they're picking other clubs over us. Yeah, there's, there's lots and of rumours. And and that's 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 the challenge we've got, you know. I think if you're in Rowett's shoes, whether that's me, you, Chris, Callum, you know, Kino, if we're doing that job, it must be so frustrating because we all want to sign the best players, but unfortunately, the best players are, are all choosing big bigger paydays, aren't they? And we can't compete with um, what what they're getting getting, you know, um, elsewhere. Unfortunately, you know. Yeah, I'll tell you. I totally agree with you there, um, Joe and uh, and Cam. Another question for why Bod's running. I don't know if there's any overseas listeners listening to this, but what's people's views of um, the new Millwall TV? I mean, I've got a pal who lives in the States, and he's a bit pissed at the minute that he's paid best part of about $170, 170 quid to, um, mm-hmm. to get all the games. Yet, 
he's got to pay extra for all the interviews and everything else, um, yeah. which is a you know a, a bit of a, a mad one for him. Um, so That's yeah, if anyone's naughty, got any thoughts, oh, it's madness, mate. He's not happy with it at all. Mm. But um, what's everyone's views on on the new Millwall TV? Obviously, they're moving away from my following, obviously moving away from recast. But uh, does anyone have a, a, a point of view on that? Any you know any anyone it's, visions on that? It's just for money. It, I I don't really get it, but I think it's, it's a bit. I want to say robbery, but. Yeah, I feel bad for the the, the the people. Like you got people like bills are going up, stuffs going up, and then you got Mill adding to the paying. What was it? Fifty quid? Was it fifty quid annually? I think or something like that. Is that for, for the audio pass? I think isn't it? And then for the the videos, about one hundred and fifty quid. I think isn't it? One hundred sixty yeah. quid. I think. And then you've yeah, got, you're right. Yeah, and then you've got to pay for the uh, full match replays and stuff, which. Most people would have seen, mm. and then scored. I don't really get it. Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. fun. Just one for you. I mean, those of you obviously, you pay your season ticket. You you get a season ticket. Do you not think that the interviews and the post match interviews, at least, especially the post match interviews, <laughs> that you guys should good get point. nothing? Do you know what I mean? Because, really good point, Mickey. Yeah. You know, you, we're having a discussion now. We've not really, we've not really seen Rowett's post match as such yet, but it's all on Mill on Mill TV, but surely people should be able to see it. it used to be displayed free of charge. You know, even if you yeah. get a, even if you say got a, you know, a three and a half, four minute version of his post match, and then maybe a full edition of a 10 minute video is available to buy, but at least you've got something because at the moment, all of you lot what traveled out there yesterday, don't really have a fucking clue, mate, what he said. Do you know what I mean? Dolphs, if you want to come in, fella, just unmute yourself. Um, Cause no one's got a clue what he said. Do you know what I mean? But then again, do we need to listen? Mm. Because we probably know it's going to be the same as always, isn't it? You know, well, you know, I think we've done all right in the second half. We had a good few chances, but we just couldn't put things away. We had a good game here, a good game there. Same shit, different day, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? I think, I think that's what you said, Mickey, to be fair. <laughs> there you go. Don't have to buy it, mate. Just come to me and I'll just fucking... I'll, I'll, just, guess, I'll just guess what you said. Do you know what I mean? The thing is, what I will say is, is that... You can't, as a manager, we, we can all sit here and slate Rowett and his tactics and whatever, but you cannot legislate for Cresswell passing the ball back the way he did. He's young. Cooper. He can't get on his back for that. He's young. No, you can't. He's, he's you come can't. to us to learn. Uh, he's come to us to learn. He has, Mickey. And the week before, he scored two goals and everyone thought he was a god. And now he made a simple mistake, which, to be fair, he just thought that he kicked it a bit harder than what he did. He didn't kick it as hard as he thought he should. And he fucked mm. up. He's 19, 18, 19 years old. It happens, yeah? None it does. Of us, it none does. of us are good. But, the, it the point, but he's got to learn The point it. I'm trying to make is, is you, you can't... Rowett can't legislate for that. He can't legislate for Kupo, who's our standing captain, hacking someone in the box. It was, it was an absolute stonewall penalty, and obviously we've got yeah. Bart to thank. So what, I, what, I, what I'm trying to say is there are, there are players on that pitch that have to take accountability as well as the manager for me. And if Cooper is our captain in place of Hutch... I have to say, a lot of talk was about Cooper before the game yeah. yesterday. He was going to score. I thought he was dreadful, Cooper, yesterday. And why go in on that tackle? Why go in on that tackle when it wasn't needed to cost us a penalty? Just thank God that, you know, that um, Bart saved it. Bart saved it, yeah. Exactly. Before that, he dribbled through about four. Uh, he rang rings about around all of our defenders before that. They must have just got frustrated. Up. But yeah, as a captain, Possibly. Think, yeah, Dobbs. I can see you. Um, 
fighting there, mate. I mean, um, I don't know if you're on your mobile phone or your, your laptop, but if you're on your mobile, you can come on and say a few words. Just click on the uh, the mic button at the bottom hand corner. I think Mickey's uh, let you in if you want to want to say a few words on here. Or um, A. Hughes or Phillips A. If anyone else wants to come in, we've got about yeah. 10, 10 minutes or so left unless we get a, a break of people going and we might drag over a bit. But we look to do this for an hour or so just to get interaction from um, you guys. So, yeah, if you want to join in, it's just literally unmute yourself. We'll see you. We'll bring you straight in. Yeah. Go back to uh, Chris's point about Cresswell. Again, I mean, you know, I think you, you touched on that as well, Mickey. I think he's here for a reason. Everyone talks about, you know, why did Lee's let him go? He's, he's too good for us and he should be playing the Premiership. But I think yesterday we saw why he's not quite the finished article yet. And that's probably why Leeds let him come on loan to us. Because if he's going to make mistakes, you know, with, with all respect, they want him to make mistakes, you know, of a club, not of their club. Um, and, we, and I'm sure he'll probably make more mistakes going forward. But what he will give us is some good performances. He'll, he'll put some match-winning performances in there for us. I'm sure he'll still be a good, a good loan signing for us. But, um, yeah, he is still young and he is still learning his craft. And hopefully he'll be a very, very, very good player one day. I'm sure he will be. Um, anything else you want to jump on before we uh, we wrap up things? We've got about 10 minutes on there, guys. So if you want to come on and say RM. words about... RM. RM's just gone, gone, fella. No, you've just put your mute back on now. Fella, mate. Hear me? Yeah, yeah, here you go, mate. Oh, nice one. Uh, yeah, I agree with everyone's points on the fact of we need another striker. Uh, definitely need a left wing back, in my opinion. Um, and possibly a creative mm. midfielder, but we haven't given Fleming that chance yet to actually um, do it. Obviously, he's been he's injured now for four That's weeks. Right. But um, I do mm. think the striker is a must. I, I think shout good shout from Keenan Davis. I think Joe Lolly was a good shout also. Um, I'd personally go for someone like a big power. So, like we missed like the likes of Smith. I think someone like Smith to come on, make that impact, get in the box, cause problems. Mm. Um, someone like Tom Eves. Um, I quite like. Yeah. I think Tom Eves is great. Shout with Eve. Uh, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I quite, I quite fancy Tom Eves. I mean, when he um, came on is it towards, the end, towards the end of last season, he came on, on, on oh, a substitute, yeah. didn't he? He's and got a run though, not he, gents? He's got a run from. See, again, why, why are we missing out on these players? Professional Northerner, mate. No, I think no. he's too good for Rotherham. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and I think he's done, done an excellent job for us. You know, even even he did sort of play you know, a bit of a sort of squad sort of player role for us. So I think he would definitely give us that kind of presence in the box. Um, he, he, he fights for everything. You know, he's got some legs on him. Um, I agree with RM with regards to a, a Matt Smith sort of player, but I think Matt Smith didn't have the legs on him. We can get a Matt Smith type player that can run uh, and a bit of pace as well, then, well, wow. <laughs> uh, how do you all that be? You've got a, du- you've got a double whammy, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Matt Smith no, used totally... to run like a fucking accountant. <laughs> no, he, <laughs> no, does he look like one? I didn't actually know Tommy's went Rotherham, but that's a good signing for them, personally. Very good signing there. Yeah, like, uh... he, he fits their sort of style, doesn't he, as well, Tommy? He's like, he's a, mm. he'd be a good player for them. But he's, I've just checked and he's from Liverpool, so he must be a professional Northerner. And he didn't oh, <laughs> And with the we, we, situation, we, I yeah. generally think Malone is... I, I went Sheffield United away on the weekend I was watching him and I just thought... I thought everyone was poor in general, but I was just watching him play and he just looked like he was so lost. Just watching him play. Mm. He didn't seem to have no confidence on the ball. Normally, maybe a season or two, yeah. uh, last season or two, he'd, he'd go and have a shot on goal and he'd actually test the keeper. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't seem like... 
Got You're completely done. right there, mate. I, I've, I've tried to work out with uh, Malone for what I've seen in pre-season and what I've seen in a couple of games. And you're right, he hasn't, he's not lacking... Eric is talking about him lacking pace. I don't think he's lacking pace. He's never, really, he's never really been blessed with pace. He's had a bit of pace. But you're right, I think he hit me on the head there. I think what he's suffering with is confidence. You can see that in his distribution. He's very hesitant now. He gets the ball, he's picking passes, and he's a little bit hesitant. Sometimes the pass is a little bit you know, wayward and don't quite get to his... In, intended target and um, yeah I, I, for some reason I think he can probably do with sitting out for a few uh, a few games um, maybe get Murray in there for, for now and then try him again in, in two or three weeks time that or, or, or like you said get another player in that's going to do a do a job for us but yeah um, no, I, I totally mm. agree with um, maybe shifting Murray Wallace out wide uh, the only thing with that though with Murray Wallace going out wide I love him I think he's absolutely great what he does mm. but he sometimes lacks. Like when you get a quite a tricky winger who's got a lot of pace he, in that in that wing back position, it's quite a struggle with Murray yeah. and there. And I feel, we do we really want to play him there the whole season? And we want to be to have the likes of Cooper in there, or if he want, if he wants to keep making like stupid errors, or you've yeah, got, you've got to think of it. We've got young centre back that just came in, Cresswell. Um, mm. I think it's obviously brilliant performance against uh, Stoke. Yeah, um, and then against Forestie. He didn't play so well, so you you can't. It's, it's only first two games in. You've got to give it time, but mm. you've got to look at it for the long term. Do you know what I mean? If you want um, good players in, you're going to have to make signings. So Raul is probably going to have to make another two signings, in my opinion. Yeah, let's hope so. I mean, we've, we've still got a bit of time in before the uh, transfer window is over. Um, I just hope he doesn't panic buy. I hope he just just doesn't buy anyone just for sake of it. He, yeah, he, he seems just... to do that sometimes. I think he when he doesn't have no signings coming in. He'd, he'd go for like a panic loan buy from the Premier League or something, like a young yeah. Premier League player. That's what he seems to do. Mm-hmm. He's done it with Ojo. He'd done it with Parrot. That's right. He, just, yeah. he loaned them in and they didn't really make no impact to us, did they? So, No, exactly. I'd... Weirdly, I, I, I go back to the, the attacking option as, as well. We, we, knew, we do need someone who can sort of play on the shoulder a bit more, a bit more pace um, and be a bit more explosive. And the, the more I kind of think about it, the more I keep thinking, Jesus, Ollie Burke, would be ideal for us right now. Uh, that's the sort of play we probably are lacking. Someone who's going to fight, want to win balls, want to win headers, you know, play on the shoulder and, and, and kind of scare defenders. And um, I don't know how hard we fought for that one. Obviously, we lost out to him when, when, when he um, went to uh, Limsip, didn't he? Uh, um, not Limsip. Uh, so, where, is it where the brain has gone to, I think, in Germany? Yeah, the German team, yeah. German team, yeah. Um, but yeah, we could have probably you know fought a bit harder for him. But who knows again what goes on behind the scenes? Whether they just doubled the wages we could offer, and it's a bit of a no-brainer for him. But uh, yeah, if he gets offered a bigger paycheck, you know he's going to take it. He's that's right, exactly. He's going to play then, in the Bundesliga, so he's he's not moaning. No, exactly. And, he, and these footballers, yeah, they've got short careers, haven't they? As much as we all want them to kind of love Millwall and play for Millwall, not and. and yeah, money comes second. It's not about that, you know. Money is important to them. It's their livelihoods. You know, they they've got short careers. Only last for sort of ten years. Out of it, you know, you need a bit be, be financially rich, you know. Yeah, on, no, I totally agree. Go on. No, sorry, no, I, I, I don't know where my internet went. I was just going to say, um, I think we need a bit of pace as well. Um, saying a bit. Bit more dynamic, as you say, sort of Joe on playing on the last on, on, on the, the shoulder. shoulder. Yeah, I, I don't know who's at, um, anyone at Cambridge, and I, I'm basing this purely on one game against us. 
but they had a, a fella called uh, I think he's, was it Tracy? I think his surname was Shiloh Tracy or something. Mm. He um he looked pretty good. I don't know if anyone was at Cambridge and, and saw him, but someone like him, a mm. little bit of pace. Yeah, yeah, we do lack pace up front as well as we needed. I think we need a big unit up front with someone next to him who's got a bit of pace about him. So it's like a good combination. Mm-hmm. But thinking of a Foban Bradshaw, you you got to say. Bradshaw's well, he's got injured now, so you can knock him out of the equation. He's out for a month. Yeah. Um, with Bennett, I, I feel like he's he's made a glass. He, he'll get injured at some point. He's he's injury prone. Mm. I don't really trust him to play striker anyway because I think his natural positions actually playing out wide. I prefer him coming on, don't you, RM? I prefer him actually like coming. Oh on yeah, when, when he comes off the bench, he's such an impact sub to us because when you look at it. Like against uh, Sheffield United, we had no one to come off the bench to go. Oh, all right, we're going to have, have a go at these lot. We brought on Burry and Olaf like eighty minutes in, and like, what's he, what are they meant to do in ten minutes time? Do you know what I mean? Mm. I, I just right. really think right. we need to spruce up the team a little bit of another two, three sign just so we can have those. In, even if they don't play, and just that someone on the bench that can come on and maybe cause another team a problem to try to change the game for us if we're losing. Just shows you though, didn't it? Because I, I was um, talking to quite a few people after the Stoke game, and we were all saying, "Cool, what what a what a pleasure it was to sort of be two new up and be able to bring on Savile, Bennett, and um, Fleming." Cool, you know, we've never had this strength in depth. And then a week <laughs> later, we're all sitting here, right? Yeah. So saying that we've not got any players to bring <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, totally the game. <laughs> What a difference yeah, no. a week makes. I totally yeah. agree with you. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, guys. Um, I think we've got about a minute. A couple of minutes left of the show. Does anyone want to jump on and say a few words before we wrap up? Um, please just request and uh, go on, George. Get you on. No, George did open his mic and now he's closed it again. Um, so yeah, we've got a couple of minutes oh. left before, and if you do want to come in, just unmute yourself and we bring you straight in. I want to get Dobbs oh. on here. Yeah, he won't come he's on. Probably really. doing, he's probably doing the washing up at the moment, that's why he can't talk. Hello, here we go. <laughs> here he You're is. in trouble now. Party's all that is, Joe. Party's all that is, Joe. <laughs> how you doing, how you mate? Going? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good, good, mate. You went, you done the trip to uh, Sheffield, didn't you? I didn't, mate, no. Um, I, 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 got, I got the tickets. I had a busy week, so I couldn't get up there oh, in the end. Oh, right. I knew you had the tickets, yeah. What, yeah. what do you make of um, the performance, mate? Is it, is it as bad as what we all say it is? Or I, I just yeah, you know what, mate? I, I'm going to jump straight in on the on Twitter, as you probably know, but I kind of reserved judgment a little bit and just let the dust mm. settle. And, and I think just, I, I just picked up on a couple of the conversations. And, and you're right, I think the pendulum swung massively. Last week, we're going to win the league. And this week, we're, yeah. if we don't I think we're all panicking. But do you know what? One, one, there's a couple of things I just want to quickly mention. Um, and, and I think that the fact that we've now able to make uh, five subs, um, and, and I think this shows the the weakness in our squad, the depth, because if you can make five subs, obviously you're reluctant to make subs in the first half. And and, and yesterday was as bad as it got in, in, in the first half for a long time. You mm. got that ability to make two subs in that first half if it's going that wrong, because that midfield was non-existent, let's be honest, yesterday. You're right. Yeah. But the only problem you've got is, that, and, and this is where I don't blame Rowett yesterday, and I'm not his biggest fan, but you look at that bench and you struggle to see what options he's got to change it and still have three yeah. Decent subs in the second half to to literally change the game if we need to or get yeah. some extra legs on at, at the end. So it, it's a tough one, but I, I, I think know. This is where we need to a couple of bodies in there for me 100%. because I, I think that that's that's going to be a game changer for some of them big bigger clubs in this division next year with bigger squads. 
Yeah, and I completely agree with you. And I, and I, I agree with you. And I, all I can think to myself is, why left it so late? It's for that obvious reason. He's looked at his bench, and to, to be honest with you, Dolby, he doesn't fancy one on there. He's looking and thinking, there's no one on there that I feel I could, could come on and make a difference. The only thing I think he could have done is rather than taking Saville off, because I thought Saville was probably one of our better players, is maybe take Shackleton off, put Saville in that kind of central midfield role, because I think he was playing number 10, weren't he? And then bring Bury on if you want to, and just go a bit more attack-minded. But um, I don't know. It just seems very odd to me why he left it so late and just let the team carry on for work, for how they how they started, you know? Yeah, and took the wrong two players off. And the other thing I was yeah, going to mention I as well. Bennett was going well, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. And we all know it's difficult for him to last 90 minutes, but that's a, an old conversation. But no, yeah. I think the other thing I was going to mention is I'm in a couple of WhatsApp groups. And if for mm. me, when we play badly, I think it's always one player that seems to take a little bit of stick and criticism from from a large portion of our fan base. Yeah, and that's who's Billy that Mitchell. Billy Mitchell. Mate, if you were here on, on on the show, we started about an hour ago, and the first 15 minutes, we just talked about Billy Mitchell. And I was just saying to, to the uh, the guys listening on the show, why does he get so much flack from Mill supporters? I don't why know. Do we, we get on his back. I, I is, don't is know. Is it warranted? I, I, I didn't listen to the, the first bit of the show, so I've missed it, but I'll give you my opinion. Yeah. The fellow's a quality player. You know, a lot of our play goes through him. And the reason it goes through him is because he's always showing for the ball. He always wants it. Yeah. And people complain about him not playing. Um, Going going forward with the ball, I think it's a bit of a miss, if I'm honest. You know, yeah. Yesterday, there's a couple of decent balls he's tried. Listen, he he won't. That won his best game yesterday. But you can't tell me there was better players on the pitch. You know, you look at Malone, you look at a phobia, you look at Shackleton. You can't That's tell right. me that. No way. He, not, he, he's, even you're right. Even in his worst performance, he still he still plays well, doesn't he? You know. I think so. I think it's consistent. As I said, it shows for the ball. It's a bit of a going forward. If the four pass ain't on, then listen about him. He won't just you know try to to, to risk it. He will go backwards. He will go sideways. Yeah. It's all about keeping possession, and that's the possession. Play. Play. He never goes missing, does he? So for me, I don't understand why he's so much shit. I'm sorry, just I just cut out there. Sorry, um, Dobbs. Chris, would you would you go say something to uh, Dobbs' comment there? Was you? Sorry, yeah, I, I was just saying I agree. He, he never goes missing. The reason he gets a lot of slack is because he's the one. I guarantee you, I don't know the stats, but I guarantee you, if you was to have stats that says the player that touches the ball the most or whatever, it'd be top for all of them because he never goes missing. And yeah. it, it just pisses me off how people get on his back straight away. He's always going to be giving everything he can for the club. Yesterday wasn't great, um, but you can't play forward passes if there's no one to pass it to as well. That's yeah. another thing. This is what I'm saying to my point earlier. I think he's a little bit restricted in what he's doing because I think Rowett wants him to play a bit more disciplined. He wants him to kind of hold the ball, keep possession. Like Dobbs said, if the ball's if the option's not there to play the ball forward, then play it sideways, play it back, keep keep the ball. And he, he always comes looking for it. He, he's not afraid to put a tackle in. You know, out of all our, our midfielders, he's one that I think is probably stronger in attack or gives a bit more defensive sort of cover. Um but yeah, I think it's unfair for Mill fans to get on his back because I, I like him. He, he's a he's a he's a top top lad. Um, still still very young, you know. He's still still learning, learning his trade, so to speak. But what he does, he gives us um, that midfield presence, you know. And and yeah, the, there are other, other players in the team that can probably do the more creative stuff for us. And let's be honest with you, there's there's a reason why Barrett picks him every week over Savile over. George Evans, everyone else that you could think of, because he obviously rates him and he sees the job he does for us, and um, he's happy with him, and I'm happy with him as well, to be honest with you. 
I totally agree with you. I think he's, you know, he's there most weeks um, and, uh, or most games for us. So, yeah, I've got no issue with Danny, um, with Billy. I think Billy's a good lad, mate. Billy he's a Millwall boy. Yeah, he's a, he's a Millwall boy, Millwall family. So, yeah, again, you know. But it, it's, it seems to be um, the Millwall way of such, isn't it? You know, um, but... You know, there there always are boo boys with with the players. What are our are our own? Um, so yeah, it is what it is. But look, this is yeah. going to be coming to an end. Um, we seem to have gone through and reached all the topics we're going. We're looking to probably do this um, a live interactive show every um, possibly every Sunday going forward. Uh, this will be released tomorrow morning as a podcast. So if you have missed it or you want to listen back, you'll be able to listen to it tomorrow morning. Um, as a pod, just a quick one. Um, if you can come back to us on Twitter or, or, or across the social medias, let us know. Do you want this to continue on um, Twitter space, or would you like it possibly to come on to, um, you know, we maybe we do it on YouTube live and maybe put it live on Twitter and live on Facebook and stuff. Um, and then obviously, if people want to speak, they'll be coming on uh, on the screen as such. Happy to keep it on. Twitter space is just an option. It's just something what we're looking at because obviously we quite like this live interaction show because it gets what people are thinking. It sort of um, it gets genuine reactions rather than you listen to a few of us talk bollocks for an hour. You get to listen to other fans' views and and either scream at the radio or or scream at the pod or or, or agree with them. So uh, yeah, let us know in there. Um, Joe, thank you very much, fella. Cheers, mate. You're welcome. Thanks a lot. Cheers for having us on. No worries. Uh, Chris, thank you very much, fella. Pleasure, mate. Thank you. Thanks to everyone that contributed. Yeah, no, massive thanks to everyone who's contributed tonight. We'll be back next week, uh, next Sunday night. Um, and again, we'll be talking probably, hopefully, about a win um, against Coventry. So, uh, hey-ho. Listen, we're two games in. It's not the end of the world yet. Um, let's start having the judgment talks when we're 10 games in and uh, and see where we are. Just remember, middle players play for the badge. Sometimes it's nice to be nice to them, um, especially our own grown ones. And uh, and hopefully this week, we're, uh, we'll probably get some news with Danny Mack, and hopefully that will shut a lot of the fucking the moaners up. So, yeah, that's it. We're done for another week. We will be back next week, and this will be out as a podcast tomorrow. Thanks for listening. We are That Millwall Podcast, and you just listened to the Interactive Millwall Fan Show. Goodbye. Progressive, we know there's nothing like the feeling of riding a motorcycle with your crew on the open road. That symphony of engines roaring in perfect harmony. It's a feeling that would be impossible to recreate on the radio. Until now. Hit it, Jerry. 
Oh, my word. Really, really terrible. Is that a glockenspiel, Jerry? Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Uh, no, no, Jerry. It's over. Picture this. You're fully immersed in your podcast because in the back of your mind, you're not trying to recall when that deadline was supposed to be or stressing to keep everyone updated on next steps. MeetMonday.com, a work management platform that makes having peace of mind easy. With Monday.com, all your work lives in one centralized place. You can automate updates to keep team members up to speed and ensure nothing falls through the cracks, even while you're enjoying your favorite podcast. To start your 14-day free trial, go to Monday.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.